Hello, world, and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Tyler. On today's episode, we will be discussing Star Wars vs. Harry Potter, what's the better franchise? For those of you who are new to the podcast, the Morning Geekdom is a place where friends congregate to discuss all things pop culture. Let's get started. Tyler, sir, how you doing? I'm doing great. How about you, buddy? Good, man. That big, beautiful voice on that new microphone. Oh, man. I feel like a big leaguer now. I know. It's like no more amateur hour. You're, you're just, <laughs> you and Damien are just going to take this thing over. Yep. And you even pulled me out of the closet. Usually I do these in the closet and uh, now, you know, I'm out in the real world. <laughs> I, I've never actually seen you doing it in the closet. So now it just makes me so happy that I know that you've recorded this in the closet in the, in the yeah. past. Good. I'm glad I bring you happiness is my number one goal. I appreciate that, man. Mm-hmm. You know what? So usually we do a little small talk. We fuck around a little bit, but I feel like this is going to be a pretty long episode. Okay. You just want to, you, you just want to get started. Let's go. All right. So before we're going to get into, you know, the categories that I have picked out, kind of stats about the movie, just general or about the franchises. Do you have one that you prefer over the other Harry Potter or Star Wars? You know, thinking about it this week, I would have said without hesitation that Star Wars is the better and my favorite of okay. these two franchises. Um, and now it's it's a debate internally and it's about to be between you and me. So um, I think I the Star Wars movies have been around obviously for quite a bit longer. So I've watched them many, many more times. Right. So I have more of an affinity for those ones. Um, but damn, I love Harry Potter. What about you? Um, I would agree. I, I think at some point, you know, there, there was a, a time where I would say that it was definitely Star Wars over Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I've gotten older and, um, I've just, my, my tastes have, have changed. And I think mm-hmm. cumulatively it's Harry Potter, although, um, Empire Strikes Back is, is my favorite movie of all time. So I yeah. would say that's the caveat where that's my favorite film of all time, but overall it's star, it's a uh, Harry Potter. Um, but it is close. It's closer than I mm-hmm. thought it would be like looking at them in, you know, to, uh, totality. So, mm-hmm. all right. So, I mean, we don't need to get into the stories. Everybody knows the stories. I want to just yep. start by going over each film, what they mm-hmm. made, what the total, um, gross of, uh, of all the movies are, and then kind of the, the blended percentage of what the Rotten Tomatoes scores are. Right. Cause yeah. some of these are obviously older movies and way before Rotten Tomatoes. So I don't know that, you know, everybody understands the scores or have looked at the scores. So we'll go through Star Wars first, right? So you have A New yep. Hope, uh, the original Star Wars, 1977, uh, made about $775 million, okay? And these is are- that an, Is, is that ahead. its initial run or uh, with the no, 97 re-release? This is as of now. This is as of now. Lifetime, so okay. this is Lifetime and this is international and it is not, uh, does not account for inflation though. Okay. So 775 million, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Empire Strikes Back, only 538 million. Really? Yeah, which I was surprised about. 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Return of the Jedi, 475 million. What? Yep, uh, 81% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> the Phantom Menace, okay, 1999, 1.2 billion. Jeez. Okay. 54% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Attack of the Clones, 649 million, 65% Rotten Tomatoes. Interesting. I don't know what the fuck you people are thinking, 
This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life, so I don't know how this movie ever. gets 65%. Yep. But uh, Revenge of the Sith, uh, $848 million. Uh, the Force Awakens. Now, this is Wait, the... What, ju- what, Reven- Revenge of the Sith, we didn't say the Rotten Tomatoes number. I apologize, 79%. Okay. Force Awakens. Now this is going to be the juggernaut of the whole the whole group, mm-hmm. both Star Wars and Harry Potter. Um, two point one billion. With Damn. A, with a B, that's a, a lot B. of Disney money. Ninety three percent. Yep. The Last <laughs> Jedi, Tyler's favorite movie. Uh, one point three billion. Ninety one percent on Rotten Tomatoes with the critics. People know. People know. Uh, to be fair, it's it's in the forties for audience. Um, but we're just we're just giving critics right now. So um, obviously, episode nine has not come out yet. It comes out this year. Then okay. you go into uh, the the standalone movies. So you have Rogue One, which I, mm-hmm. I account for the Star Wars kind of pantheon of of movies. Uh, mm-hmm. One point five, or excuse me, one point one billion, eighty four percent. I didn't realize that movie made that much money. Me neither. Yeah, that's right. I I really enjoyed uh, Rogue One. Yeah, it's a good one. And then Solo, which was by far their lowest performing movie uh, any star wars movie uh 70% on rotten tomatoes 3 uh excuse me 392 million and then 70% Man. for a, a grand f- total of mm-hmm. dollars jeez and a blended score of 81% for all the movies not bad not bad man for <laughs> for how many movies did we just say 1 2 3 ten. 4 is it 10 yep 10 not including there's, obviously there's not, 10 between, across both franchises if you count the Fantastic Beasts so it's nice that there's some symmetry there we're comparing an equal number of movies here there is yeah with obviously episode 9 coming out this year so that'll oh, be yeah. number 11 alright so then we'll go into Harry Potter right mm-hmm. um, so you go you have Philosopher's Stone or Sorcerer's Stone depending on I guess what what country you're in um, 974 million dollars mm. 80% Chamber of Secrets 878 million 82% Prisoner of Azkaban uh, is is seven hundred and ninety six million at ninety one percent, Goblet of Fire, uh, eight hundred ninety six million at eighty eight percent, Order of Phoenix nine hundred thirty nine million at seventy eight percent, Half Blood Prince. I know that's your favorite, right? Order of Phoenix. I, I mean, love that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the low. It's the lowest performing, I think, of the original um, set of movies. <laughs> Half Blood Prince nine hundred thirty four million eighty four percent, Deathly Hollows Part One. 960 million 78% and Deathly Hollows Part 2 1.3 billion uh, and that's the this is the highest rated at 96% and then you go into Fantastic Beasts the first one 814 million at 74% and then Crimes of Grindelwald which is the lowest performing at 652 million and 37% on Rotten Tomatoes Really oh my Yes sir with a grand total of 9 billion 190 million so, so what wait, what was Star Wars? Star Wars was nine mil or nine billion No way, that close. Yeah, so they're very close. Um and then <laughs> uh Harry Potter has a blended rate of or blended percentage of seventy nine percent. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So a couple of other things I just want to throw in there real quick. Uh, what they don't, I think, account for most of the time when you're looking at because I I, I want to go into I have all the statistics for the whole franchises. You know which franchise just overall with everything from um, f- uh, merchandise to everything. I have mm-hmm. uh, values of both of them. Wow! How many how many Harry Potter books do you think have been sold? Oh wow! Since nineteen ninety seven. So there are seven. Are you can't? Well, were there books? The Fantastic Beasts were those books? Uh, Fantastic Beasts, the first one. So I'm not I'm not accounting for any of the 
any of the okay. additional books, like uh, any of the, I don't know what you would call them, any of the the additional, mm-hmm. I don't know what you call them. Cause they have like sort of. Yeah, they have like History of Magic books. They have oh, yeah. things of like okay. that. So I'm only counting the seven original books. Man. I sh- I've never even thought of books <laughs> in this in the same way you think of like records sold right. or music. Um I I can't even make an, an educated guess, tell me. Okay. 500 million. Wow. Uh for the for the grand total of 7.7 7 billion dollars. What? That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I'm just, it's funny doing the research how close all of these these two franchises are really in, in everything. Yeah. So if you look at Star Wars as a whole, right, the the overall franchise is worth $65 billion, okay? Merchandise sales, $40 billion. Box office, um, $9.4 billion. This is a little different than what I saw. Home mm-hmm. video is $9 billion. That Dude, really? home, home video, $9 billion. Almost equaled the theatrical correct totals. Video games four point nine billion. <laughs> Book sales one point eight billion. Star Wars books. Yeah, man. And TV revenue four point five million. That's that's peanuts. Four point five million peanuts, right? <laughs> yeah. But okay, so the kicker is when you look the the big differentiating number here. So you go into Harry Potter, and Harry Potter is only worth twenty five billion as a franchise. Thirty. Ton. 25 to 30 billion, right? Mm -hmm. The big kicker is merchandise. So Star Wars merchandise is $40 billion, almost $40.3 billion, right? Yep. Harry Potter merchandise, only $7.3 billion. Yeah. I know you contributed significantly to Star Wars' (laughs) uh, uh, merchandising total. So I have, yeah. 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 That's... uh, and thinking about these two series franchises over the last few days, you knew, I mean, I knew, I think everybody would know that that's the one thing, well, maybe not the one thing, but that separates them in terms of maybe cultural impact and things of that nature. So that's, that's interesting to hear that total figure. Yeah. It's crazy though. Right. Like that's, Mm -hmm. it's, you don't realize how much of a juggernaut Star Wars is because now, I mean, we've all grown up kind of, I mean, you and I, in our early youth, probably we didn't have as much uh, merchandising as obviously they do now. But mm-hmm. we've all pretty much grown it up in in the time frame or the eras where movies and TV shows had merchandise, right? You had toys oh, yeah. for the most part. You were able to buy like T-shirts, all that stuff. But before Star Wars, none of that existed. Yeah, like Star Wars was the 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 first. Star Wars and Transformers were like the two first big juggernauts of of merchandise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think we take that for granted. But yeah, fucking forty billion dollars, dude. That's loco. That's, That's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, so let's. I, I have some fun questions I, I just want to ask. Yep. And then I have something, a fun exercise at the very end of the pod that I'd like to do and spend probably you know, 15 minutes or so. Um, I think it's, it's pretty fun. I think you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So I have just some, some questions. Feel free. You know, I know you have some stuff as well. Um, it's pretty loose today. Let's, mm-hmm. just, let's just you know, go back and forth and, and, and we'll talk about it. So obviously the big one for me is best villain, right? You have two mm-hmm. iconic movie villains. Um, so who, who would be, who you got, Vader or Voldemort? I think I think part of the disadvantage for Voldemort here and from my perspective me giving my opinion is just that like you were just saying we grew up with Star Wars yeah. and so Darth Vader probably had no equal in the movie villain world forever and maybe still um so I would say Darth Vader but 
Voldemort is there. He's in the pantheon of the, some of the best villains of all time. Um, maybe not a totally unique character, um, but in a lot of ways he is. I mean, just the way he looks, as you see Ray Fiennes in the later movies, I know he doesn't really appear in the first few, um, but he's a creepy looking dude, just fucking scary. Yeah, I, so, I would ag- yeah. I would agree. I think, I mean, Vader's Vader, man. He's like the greatest villain of all time, right? Yeah. There's nobody, yeah. there's not much more iconic than Vader's breathing and then mm-hmm. and then James Earl Jones's voice and then even yeah. like visually, right? Yep. You yep. see Darth Vader and everybody, I don't care what age you are, you know Darth Vader. I, and I would still yeah. say there may be people who don't know who Voldemort is. True. Um, but I would agree with you that Voldemort, the way they made him look and the way mm-hmm. Ray Fiennes plays him especially in goblet of fire yeah he's great the only disadvantage i would have for with Voldemort is he's so much better in the books he just has so much more depth yeah depth i mean his backstory they go over it much more in the books Hmm. um the way they explain how he looks is just slightly different he looks more snake-like in the books than he does in the movies um his eyes are constantly red in the in the in the book which i thought was was a cool would be cool but i I understand it's not going to translate always to to film but it's got to be vader right yeah i would say so um just everybody maybe not everybody in the world but everybody in the developed world knows who darth vader is um and i remember when rogue one came out i was i always try to stay away from movie trailers because they give away too much. Right. And especially movies I really care about and want to see. And I was, I was actually kind of on the fence about Rogue One because I know as I've talked to you about before, I feel like Star Wars is in overkill mode right now and they're putting out too many movies and it's not a special once every few years type of thing. Um, so I was like, I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to watch this, but then I just happened to see in a promotional poster that it had Darth Vader on it with the Rogue One uh, logo and i just thought oh my god this is uh, just like a visceral reaction like i'm going to see this movie immediately because darth vader's in it i didn't expect i had no idea that he was going to be in it and i think he's only in it i've only seen it once and i loved it but he's only in it for uh not a major doesn't factor in majorly from no. what i recall um but darth vader is just like one of the greatest movie characters and just characters in the history of any story ever told i think um so yeah he, he is supreme villain yeah i think rogue one really um i know some people had a problem with it but the end when he you know they show how he gets on the ship at the very uh, beginning of a Mm. new hope and Mm -hmm. you know that's kind of what everybody wanted to see from vader for the early movies and obviously they couldn't do it because of you know limitations and cgi and whatnot but when he when he's plowing through everybody at the end of rogue Mm. one it's just Mm -hmm. the best it was my favorite part of that whole movie that's a good movie yeah all right so what's the best individual film from the whole from the whole series, both Star Wars and Harry Potter. Like in your, are you able to, I know you can differentiate between what you think is the best and what's your favorite. Do yeah. they, do they align in this case? They do. Empire Strikes Back to me stands alone. Um, one of the interesting things about the two franchises comparing them is I think singular movies stand out more in in star wars like empire is the best clearly i think um i love force awakens i love last jedi i love return of the jedi um whereas with harry potter i think i view that more as a single story this doesn't make sense but it does in my brain um and they're so consistently good i think the first two are a little bit geared toward a younger audience than i wanted it to be when I first saw them and even rewatching them this week. This week. 
Um, but they're so consistently good that I can't pick one out, even though I like Order of the Phoenix best. And I think really five through eight are fantastic Four, you know, three through eight are really fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I have a hard time picking them out, which one I like the best. But for me, looking at both of them, um, I think Empire stands out. Okay. What do you uh, think? So yeah, Empire is my favorite. Uh, like I mentioned, it's my favorite yeah. favorite film of all time. I think that what you're saying makes sense though, because Harry Potter, with the exception of of um, the Fantastic Beasts series mm. so far, has been is one cohesive story, right? Yeah. Where where Star Wars has been broken into different trilogies. You have True. obviously the original trilogy, you have the prequels, and then you have the sequel trilogy. Mm. Um, so I think that's maybe why the fluidity feels a little bit different for you. Good point. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can say Empire is my my third or my first favorite movie of all time, but my third favorite movie of all time is Prisoner of Azkaban. So I mean, they're they're close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. So, to Wait, pick, go ahead. Can you clarify what about that movie? I, I'm not quite sure. I could figure out why you like that movie best. Uh, shout out to Gary Oldman. <laughs> no, no. But in all seriousness, though. Okay. So that's that's my favorite of the book series, right? Okay. Um, and followed by Deathly Hollows. I have a little bit of a love hate relationship with Deathly Hollows. I'm I think I'm in the minority where I really really enjoy the first movie and I really don't enjoy the the second movie. Yeah, I'm opposite. Okay, yeah, because it they changed it so much from the books mm. that it really... I try not to do that. I think I'm decent at differentiating between the books, you know, source mm-hmm. material and the movie, but this one really just kind of bothered me. Mm. Um, but Prisoner of Azkaban is pretty close to the book for the most part, and it's actually mm-hmm. the movie that when I saw it, I disliked quite a bit the first really? time. Yeah, and re-watching it a couple times, you start to you start to enjoy it more because at that point in the fr- the franchise, they really took like a left turn. The first two movies were Chris Columbus. Like you mentioned, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they really had more of a, a childlike vibe. Yeah. And I, I didn't dislike them, but I was like, okay, this is what Harry Potter is going to be. And I was fine with that. And then the third one, which is not that much of a darker book compared to the first two, it's a little bit more serious. It starts to set the serious, the serious tone of the whole franchise mm-hmm. but visually alfonso curian changed the look of them so much and yeah. changed like the tone of it i was i was really caught off guard hmm. and didn't like it and then as i watched it a couple more times it's such a good film and it oh, shows yeah. i think how great of a filmmaker he is now that everybody's realizing with like gravity and roma mm-hmm. and these things and it shows like how great of a filmmaker he was at that point which i haven't seen yet i need to watch roma roma's good yeah. um especially i mean now it's it's you know, going to be, I think it's the front runner for, for best picture this year. So it's good. It's enjoyable. Cool. It's black and white. It's all in subtitles, obviously. So mm. I don't know if you can read or not. <laughs> I'm always surprised when you tell me like, oh, I read all the Lord of the Rings books. I read all the Harry Potter books. You can't read the back of a milk carton. But, but I can listen and they're audio books. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that's fair, that right? Solves the misery. That solves the mystery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do people read milk cartons anymore? I do daily. Oh, okay, in the closet. Um, yes. Okay, so to, to piggyback off best uh, individual film, what's the worst film of the franchise? And you can go pick. You know, take your pick. It doesn't have to be. You know, if it's one of the Fantastic Beast movies, perfect. If it's Solo, perfect. Like whatever you want to pick out of the out of the group. Full disclosure: I haven't seen Crimes of Grindelwald, and I watched only half of Fantastic Beasts, so um, okay. I won't speak to those. But Attack of the Clones is beyond terrible. Okay. Um, l- likely the worst acting in a movie in movie history sure. uh so that that one is by far the worst although i really disliked i mean i i i don't dislike but i 
weirdly don't like. I don't enjoy Phantom Menace much uh, or Solo. I thought it was pretty bad. So okay. Star Wars has the four or five worst films of these. Maybe Grindelwald is in there, but uh, from what I've seen, uh, Star Wars has a lot of bad movies in it. Okay. Um, you know, it's well documented how I feel about Last Jedi, um, <laughs> but I don't know... I think as a film, it disappoints me quite a bit. I don't think it's a good movie. Visually, it still is, is beautiful. Um, so it would be Attack of the Clones for me because Attack mm-hmm. of the Clones is arguably like one of the worst acted movies I've ever seen. I don't know that it's the actor's fault because you have some really good actors yeah. in it. I think it's more the the awful writing. Good point. Um, but visually, that movie looks terrible now. It's so much CGI. Um, I don't enjoy Last Jedi uh, Phantom Menace doesn't bother me as much because I don't, it just, it's not good and everybody knows yeah. it's not good. Um, but it doesn't create such a, like a, a reaction to me. Obviously Jake Lloyd is terrible in it, but he's a child. I'm not going to be know. like how, you know, they they put too much on his shoulders. It's yeah. not his fault. Um, and, and Harry Potter, I would say I don't enjoy the fantastic beast series yet. Ne- mm-hmm. uh, neither one have I enjoyed at all, uh, to the point where I'm not even really interested in seeing them anymore. Hmm. If I would say what's my least favorite of of the series of movies, it would probably be Chamber of Secrets, but I still enjoy it. It's not a bad yeah. movie to me. It's just probably the one I, I enjoy the least. Yeah. Um, but I'll still watch them. But for me, it's it's got to be Attack of the Clones overall. It's terrible. Yeah. It's it it's is. yeah. Fucking Obi Wan's Jesus hair is is <laughs> it bums me out so so bad. Yeah. All the way around bad. It's bad. Yeah. And Natalie Portman's unwatchable in that movie as well. And Hayden Christensen's just. Ugh. <laughs> All right, so who would win in a fight, Luke or Harry? Man, give them all, uh, give them all the weapons they want, right? Whatever they want to do, who who would win? Now you're talking about like a, I don't know, how old is Luke supposed to be in 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 A New Hope? Teenager, right? I think he's yeah, like late teens, early twenties. But okay, so yeah. you take, so you just say you take him, right? And then you take Harry from from Deathly Hollows. Deathly Hollows. They're roughly going to be about the same age, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, somewhere around there, right? Sixteen to nineteen age. Who wins in a fight? I got to say Luke, right? I mean, the single coolest item in the history of movies, like prop, whatever, is a lightsaber. What is better and cooler than a lightsaber? Well, we're going to can't beat it. We're going to get to that. That's a later question. <laughs> Shit, man. You're good. All right. Jumping see, the gun, but see, okay. I, I go with Luke. You go He's with got, Luke. And yeah. he has the force, which I would argue right. could be essentially is like magic, right? Yep. I don't know, man. Harry's got the invisibility cloak. At this point, he's got the resurrection stone. He's got the elder wand. Well, he breaks the elder wand, right? Uh-huh. Um, unbeatable wand. I don't know how a wand. I don't know how a wand stacks up to the lightsaber. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, but the problem uh, is he's got to get close to you. Harry. Harry doesn't have to get close to you with the wand. He's got projectiles. Yeah, but the projectiles can be deflected with the lightsaber. They can, but can you can you deflect the Avada Kedavra? Uh, I don't know. Nope. But can you? What, I mean, what? But would Harry? But would Harry use that? Well, see, that's the thing. They're both the good guy. They're not going to fight one another. But think of what Luke could do that he doesn't do with the Force, the way that Darth sure. kills people from a distance. Yeah. And so, um, if they were, if they both turned evil, I'd still go with Luke. Yeah. Um, and uh, the invisibility cloak. What's he going to do? He's got to lug that thing around and say, "Oh, hang on one sec. Let me put this on." And that's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll go Luke's slight edge. Slight edge. Mm-hmm. Give me, okay. give me like two to one odds. Slight okay. edge. <laughs> All right. Better best friend, Han Solo or or Ron Weasley. This is the easiest. This is the easiest. 
easiest category of the whole the whole pod. Well, now I'm comp- now I don't know why you think it's so easy because <laughs> I don't think it's Han because Ron never says Nah, kid, I'm leaving, and he takes off and then swoops in to save the day, of course. But when did when did Ron ever just dip out? Yeah, I mean, he dips out in in, in Goblet of Fire, bro. He gets jealous and he's out half yeah, the movie. True. You're right. <laughs> And then Give he, me the answer. He dips. Uh, mine's Han Solo. Yeah, he's just got his bag. Of, his his. He's got a particular set of skills, like Liam Neeson and <laughs> and Taken, and and he can help you. And I got to imagine he's the best wi- wingman when you're bird dogging chicks. True, <laughs> true. <laughs> Ron Weasley doesn't even know how to talk to a girl. <laughs> but he finally he swoops up Hermione. He, I would is... I would argue that Hermione maybe swoops up him. True. Right. It's reminded that it's reminded. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to some of that later. <laughs> so, who you got, man? I mean, I like Han Solo more by a mile. Um, Ron's face in most of these movies is just <laughs> smashable. Um, so, yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I grew. I grew to like Ron. Okay. Uh, and and realize his importance in the series and as one of the three central characters. Uh, arguably three maybe four whatever um yeah. but uh yeah i'm not a big fan overall so i'm going with han i gotta go with han it's yeah. always han the answer is always han for this any th- for any question true I this mean, is a seem like a landslide if we're if, if we're scoring at home you know it's we've got villain we've got good guy we've got best friend all on the star wars side so well but here's the thing we've only uh, talked to, we're only talking about like one subset of star wars and if you're gonna Again, True. this is going to be a later conversation, but if you're going to stack up the original trilogy against Harry Potter, the original trilogy wins. True. But that's the problem. You can't just do that. That's true. And George I, Lucas had to go and fuck things up. Yeah. And for me, I would say, I, I don't know, Harry, Luke barely beats Harry. True, yeah. Um, see, now the next question I was going to ask in a very inappropriate way. <laughs> no way, you? Yeah, but I don't I don't want it to come off wrong because it was like the the the... Question is just worded Leia or Hermione question mark. <laughs> yeah. So what's I mean? Well, Hermione's a child in the movies. Obviously, Emma Watson is not a child. Uh-huh. But then again, Carrie Fisher, God rest her soul, is like 180 years old in fucking Last Jedi. So this, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Um, who's the better heroine? Hmm. I don't think you can beat Leia. I don't think so either. Right. But. Hermione is so like she is so she's in the middle of everything in in Harry Potter without Hermione I mean Ron says it at the at the I think the beginning of Deathly Hollows like we wouldn't survive you know two days without Hermione out there yep so that's I, why I was about to say that a minute ago when I stopped myself and said we'll talk about it later I was about to say like is anybody in these series better than Hermione um or in these franchises and so yeah I mean it's not as as much of a you know, easy win for for Leia, because um, even from the very from Sorcerer's Stone, you know, nobody can do anything except Hermione. So, uh, yeah, I w- I would say Leia is the more heroic one, but I mm-hmm. think Hermione is more important to the survival of like the people. Does that make sense? Like, if these yeah. are real people and they're out there actually doing what they're doing, Hermione's much more critical to that group than Leia is to her group. I think what this tells us is that women are better than men well yeah that's for sure i mean yeah i mean of course we knew it but this is just reinforcing that because those two make everything go for sure but 
and, and I'll just throw this out there too. Leia or Hermione never needed to be saved. Leia needs to be saved twice. True. But Hermione does not have the gold bikini <laughs> and Leia does. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't go in that direction. Uh, Correct. If we want to talk Emma Watson now, 24 year old Emma Watson. Emma Watson's versus... for sure like 30 now, but yes. No, she is not. Dude, the movies came out in, in the movies came out in 2001. Dude, she was 10 in 2001. We're 20, almost 20 years past that. Let's see, bro. She was born in 19... Okay, she's 29 years old this year. Okay, so Fine. mark one for Anthony. Um, <laughs> this is my favorite question of all of these. Which Which fan base is more toxic? Oh my God, Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> By far, right? There is not yes. a word. I would argue the only more toxic fan base is Marvel. That's it. And I and I haven't been exposed to that fan base um, the same way I have Star Wars. Um, but it, it's... I mean, just just the reaction from... Not that I know you hate The Last Jedi, and right. I don't think you... I don't, But I don't think you've called on Ryan Johnson to, like, be no. dragged behind a d- pickup truck like all these other people have. No, because um, I'm, I'm a reasonable human being. <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for that alone... I guess I haven't seen too many negative fanatical things from Star Wars fans over the years, but just that, the reaction um, to that movie, and even still, the hatred and the vitriol from all these people toward the franchise, that movie, everything involved with it, the, the actors in it. I, I know that, uh, oh God, I'm forgetting the names of some of the... In which one? In which movie? In in Last Jedi. Um, uh, Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, not, John uh, John Boyega. I, yeah, well, well, I wasn't thinking of Daisy Ridley, but I think Mary she faced, Mary Tran. Yes, yeah. yes. How they made her quit social media? Good God, yeah. yeah. Just uh, people. It's like the there's a line SNL line when um, Captain Kirk, what's his face, what's his name? William Shatner. William Shatner goes on SNL and he's, it's the skit where he tells all the Star Trek fans, get a life, people. It's just a TV show. Yeah, it's like Galaxy Quest. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would, and, and I don't say that to disparage people who really love Star Wars and, and have the merchandise or, you know, that's, that's I respect that. That's great. I'm partly that way. Um, sure. But Jesus, I mean, just just It's fake. Chill. It's fake. Um, I've met a number of both, right? So obviously I've I've... I was in a large community of Star Wars fans called um, on called Rebel Scum, right? And it's a <laughs> it's a website, and that's how I met Rob and a number of different people. And they okay. are the most, with the exception of a few, the most toxic uh, fan base I've ever met. They end up really? they essentially hate each other um, for being Star Wars fans. It's just it's it's sad and it's it's aggressive, and it's a lot of self deprecation. It's just not good. Mm. Where I've met a number of of Harry Potter fans, and it couldn't be different, oh, right? Yeah. So I would say that there is no more toxic fan base than Star Wars. And that's kind of what's turned me off of Star Wars a little hmm. bit as well. Um, so that's a big black mark in the, uh, if we're keeping track here, it's a big black mark on, uh, on yep. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Stormtroopers or Death Eaters? Stormtroopers are the coolest things in the history of movies. They are the worst army ever. <laughs> <laughs> they that's can't true. do shit. <laughs> But they are the coolest looking things. I I've I don't know why. I know they're readily available. Stormtrooper, like uh, authentic stormtroopers, co- uniform, costume, whatever. Right. That is like my all time dream gift. I, I would be the coolest person ever, and I would wear it daily. <laughs> um. So yeah, 
that I can't I can't separate how they perform their duties from how they look. Okay. Uh, so stormtroopers significantly better than the Death Eaters. Okay, I would say what Death. You, I would say Death Eaters. Okay. And the reason I would say that is a uh, stormtrooper, and I'm just going to, obviously stormtroopers are, are are in fact like some of the coolest costumes ever, mm-hmm. with the caveat of then they change them to clone troopers in Attack of the Clones, and they look like dog shit. Yeah. No, um, bad idea. Yeah. But if I'm just just going off, you know, movie facts, um, they 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 state a fact, Alec Guinness, Obi Wan, in the first one that that stormtroopers, you know, they stand, they they walk two by two and can only shoot in like single file line or some <laughs> shit. Um, to where you have Death Eaters, by all accounts, Voldemort doesn't have a lot of them. Still took mm. over the Ministry of Magic. That's true. With minimal with minimal help. Mm-hmm. But you do have that sad sack of shit, Lucius Malfoy. Oh, God. Who's the worst? Um, yep. But I got to go Death Eaters, man. And they, yeah. just, I think Death Eaters look pretty damn cool too. They do. But they're some yeah, bitches. I... They're like hunting down kids. So, <laughs> all right. Um, worst set of, uh, worst set of aunt and uncles. <laughs> you have Aunt Brew, Uncle Owen. Okay. Huh. Uncle Owen's just a dick. Just a dick. Won't let Won't let Luke go to the Tashi station. Right. Hang out but... with Hang out with Bigs. <laughs> right Servant. that's just his protective instinct you i get know? you that's... i get you serving blue milk or you blue got milk. you got the dursleys right Ugh. The, the dursleys the dursleys might be the single worst people who have ever lived um i had watching the movies again uh just the worst reaction to them my the worst thing in this world for me literally is bullies um and i wish them all <laughs> sadly I, not sadly but i mean i'll say that i wish they all would die um <laughs> so they are just the biggest pieces of shit ever and it bleeds into how they raise their kid who's who's a big piece of shit too um so yeah the dursleys are the worst set of aunt and uncles in the history of the world i i gotta uh, i gotta i gotta agree with you and i low-key think that they might be some of the worst people in any any movie ever <laughs> Yeah. Uncle Durs, uh, Dudley Dursley. No, Dudley's the dad. Who the fuck? What's the name of the dad? Dudley. No, yeah. Oh, the dad. I don't know. Da- yeah, yeah. I can't. Yeah, for some reason I'm, I'm, I'm spacing right now. But but Aunt Petunia sucks. The dad mm-hmm. sucks. Like they are they are <laughs> like imprisoning a ten year old, Vernon yeah. Vernon Dursley. Vernon, um, that's right. They're imprisoning like a ten year old for like because his parents were wizards. They tell <laughs> the kid your your parents fucking got drunk and died in a car accident. <laughs> like. Actually, like, yeah. actually, what the fuck? I know. <laughs> they are, yeah, they, and the, the thing is, that's such a credit to to uh, the actors. I, I had their names written here somewhere. Richard Harris and Fiona Shaw. Richard Harris is not. Ah, uh, excuse me. Richard Harris was uh, was, was Dumbledore. Um, Richard, it is Richard. I can't remember. He's passed okay. away since. They both actually, yeah. Richard Harris and, but anyways, yeah, go ahead, sir. They're, they were just, um, there's some of the, like, my favorite uh, British character actors. They're just good in everything they've ever been in. Loved them. Yeah, yeah, I Rest agree. And, uh, yeah, but they, oh my God, Richard Griffiths is his name. Um, okay. Yeah, fuck them, though. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> All right, so let's go into the uh, to the last question I have, right? Mm-hmm. And we kind of touched on a little bit. Lightsaber or wand? What would you rather have? There's nothing cooler than the Luke's green lightsaber. So the green lightsaber, not the blue oh, yeah. lightsaber. Yeah, no, the green one. I mean, the, they're all cool. Right. The red one's great. But green is my favorite color, and one of the main reasons why is because of Luke's green lightsaber. 
Okay. Also because I have gorgeous green eyes, but <laughs> the lightsaber is just the coolest thing in the world. Um, I've said that about a few th- different things here, like, like stormtroopers, but there's, and this is just, you know, this is nostalgia um, and it's, it's skewing my, um, I can't think of it the way a rational person might, but there's so much that I loved as a kid that still colors my perception of these movies. So, um, yeah, the lightsaber has to win for me. Is it okay? So, the, is the lightsaber just because of the color? Are we talking about the? Oh, no, because the hilt itself is the coolest. Like his hilt, it is. Yeah, in Return of the Jedi is so cool. Um, but I would argue, I don't know why I think that Han's blaster in the first one is so cool as well. Where then it, it changed, is. it changed in the next two. But I think the first one is super cool. But it, I mean, as a pra- as a practical tool, mm-hmm. I would say wand. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I get that, but I think it's cool beyond just its color. So, um, and the hilt, like you said. What about Mace Windu's purple lightsaber? Nah, <laughs> I, I wasn't feeling that one. Yeah, yeah. All right. What about Yoda's little little baby lightsaber? <laughs> that was cool. I, but then, I mean, you get uh, Darth Maul's yep. twin-sided one. That's, yep. That was about as cool. I remember that was maybe one of the only things I loved about that movie is in the theater seeing that the first time it's like oh yeah <laughs> these things have two sides yeah darth maul's highly underrated and that was i think the biggest mistake of the prequels is killing him oh for sure um and then bringing him back in solo i don't know whatever yeah, um idea. all right uh you got any questions you want to you want to add to the to the mix um yeah uh i think this is this is the question you ask someone to determine how much they truly love the Harry Potter. So this isn't an either or. Okay. It's just a, uh, just a fun question I thought of. So you ask this uh, question to somebody to see how much they truly love the Harry Potter series. Sure. On a scale of 1 to 10, what was your sadness level when Dobby died? It's a 10. <laughs> it's more... It's more... Okay, so I have a huge problem with this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Dobby is massively important in the books. Um, right. when they find the room of requirement, that's not Neville, mm-hmm. that's Dobby. When Harry needs the gillyweed and goblet of fire, that's Dobby, not Harry hmm. or not, uh, not Neville. So there's, they essentially replace a lot of Dobby's, um, story with Neville, which I get like Neville, they make him more of a fun loving character. I get, um, so I always wondered like someone who hadn't read the books, how is that a, a big moment when he dies? not realizing like how much he was important to Harry and, and the overall story arc. But yeah, dude, when mm-hmm. he dies, it's like one of the biggest deaths in the whole, in the whole series. Yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> you don't think so? See, well, see, I didn't read the books. Okay. Well, so and there, I don't there you have go. that. Yeah. I don't have that connection to him. So, but my cousin, Emily, uh, when she read it, well, she read it. I'm sure she cried, but in the movie, my brother Ben watched it with her and, sh- and he said that when she, uh, when Dobby died, she like leaned over and was crying on his shoulder. And I know I've heard from many people that it was just devastating. Whereas for me, like it's like a 1.2 on, on the sadness scale for me. Uh, <laughs> Dobby's like the more annoying cousin of Jar Jar. No, um, no. Yeah. No. So it was, uh, I mean, it, it's, it pulled on my heartstrings a little bit. It was, they did it really well in the movie when they're on the beach mm-hmm. and it's, it was a sad moment for sure. But no more than if you like see a dead pigeon on the sidewalk. You know, it's it's the loss of a life, and that's unfortunate. But then you keep walking, and you forget it ever happened. Got to so. read. You got to read the books, man. I know. I mean, I appreciate that. It's a, um, it's a much bigger again the impact because he is so. I mean, he's in all the books, with the exception of the, the first, first one. one. He's not in the third one. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, and he might, I don't want to misspeak. I don't think he's in the, the third one. He has a bigger part in the fourth one. He has a much bigger part in the fifth one. He, I don't know if he's in the sixth one. And then he has a much bigger part in the seventh one up until obviously he dies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. It, I don't know. It's, it's not a good, not a good death. No, no, I, yeah. But that, I mean, that's how you know somebody, A, read the books, I suppose, but then also how much they really <laughs> love the series. So, but I, I, you know, watching it again, I just thought, yeah, this is sad, but I don't get why people, I just don't like Dobby as a character. The, I get the, you. The, the movies don't make you love him. Well, the problem, so. the problem too, is he's probably the part that holds up the worst. So watching, mm-hmm. watch, I mean, the movies, the the first to especially have some really bad special effects. Yeah. Um, but he particularly holds up really, he's really not, doesn't look good in the first two, which yeah. at the time you were like, ah, it looks pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But more. not really. All right. Um, theme parks, right? Mm. Obviously neither one has a theme park, but they are both uh, significant in theme parks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Wars obviously has the the two new lands, Galaxy's Edge, that's opening in Disneyland and Hollywood Studios in Disney World, and then Harry Potter has um, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter in I think all Universals, the two mm-hmm. in the U.S. and I believe the one in Japan. Okay. You have not been to obviously we haven't been to Galaxy's Edge because it hasn't opened yet, but they still have a, a pretty big footprint in in Disneyland. I mean, they have yeah. the ride. They they rethemed fucking Tomorrowland as as Star Wars, mm-hmm. whatever land. <laughs> you haven't been to the Harry Potter one yet, right? So I can't ask you what you like better. Yeah, I have not been, but um, I th- I really want to go. So maybe you can just like factor that into my like, which one. <laughs> Like Disneyland, I've been a billion times, not a billion times, but I've been a lot. Um, and recently went two years ago right. and, uh, star tours, you know, is with the new has been changed. Right. It's been updated. So, uh, and, um, so, I mean, I can't give a, an adequate answer here, but, um, I really want to go to Harry Potter world. Okay. Uh, how bad do you want a butterbeer though? Like, would you, would you get a butterbeer if you were there? Yeah, man. Since I first saw them in the movie, I thought that looks really good. What does it taste like? And yeah. that's like the, one of the big mysteries of my life is what that actually tastes like because it looks so good. So it's not alcoholic. I've, yeah, so I figured it wasn't. Uh, it's got like a cream soda, okay. like butterscotch. It's They're delicious, but they're about 1 billion, give or take calories. And oh, you will right. for sure have a sugar high and then crash like shortly after <laughs> and get a pretty good headache. Well, hey. But they're delicious. That's a nice... It's a nice substitute for a hangover. Yeah. Um, I would say for me, it's, it's the Harry Potter theme park just because, and see, I, I, that's, I think that's says something because I always refer, refer to it as the theme park or, Hey, I'm going to the Harry Potter park today when it's actually just a park or, you know, it's a, it's a land in, in universal. Um, but it's themed so great and everything Hmm. is, is just like you would think it is. And, I mean, it's it's amazing. I think that's amazing. Um, so, Galaxy's Edge might be that way. Okay. Um, I'm a little jaded because essentially, since Star Wars was purchased by Disneyland, which mm-hmm. I love Disneyland. Disneyland's a shit show now, and it's crowded <laughs> to the point where you can't even go on days. And I blame that on Star Wars and Marvel. So it's, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I sound like a you know get off my lawn. You do. Um, but that's fine. That's how I feel. Uh, but I would rather go to, to Harry Potter Land, Wizarding World of Harry Potter. All right, buddy. So, you have anything else you wanna you wanna ask before we or, or, or bring up before I go into this little uh, little thing I wrote here? Yeah, let's compare the cultural impact of both these franchises. Um, 
I think we mentioned earlier, Star Wars had the two decade head start basically to to seep into the world's consciousness. Sure. Um, and interestingly enough, I found out last night, Star Wars: The uh, New Hope was released in theaters twenty years, one month, and one day before Philosopher's Stone was first published in the United Kingdom. Yep, ninety-seven, seventy-seven. Yep. Yep. Um, so, what do you think? I mean, you already talked about that merchandise is uh, huge for Star Wars compared to Harry Potter, but um, thinking of them both overall, which one do you think has had the most cultural impact? See, that's that's interesting. So, it's a. I think that you. I don't know that you have Harry Potter without Star Wars, right? True. Um, I don't know that you have Star Wars without things like Flash Gordon and, to a lesser extent, Star Trek. So I think mm-hmm. Star Trek, you can, and, and from what Lucas has said, he was heavily influenced um, by things to to create Star Wars, where mm-hmm. I've never read that about uh, J.K. Rowling's, that she had something that heavily influenced her to write this story. Um, cultural impact, though, I, I, I don't know that anything's had a larger pop culture impact than Star Wars. Um, that bothers me to say, because I do like Harry Potter more, um, mm-hmm. but I don't. I don't know that anything has or ever will have a pop culture or even a a film industry impact like like mm-hmm. Star Wars has. That's probably true on every level. Um, and there's so many more iconic moments, quotes, uh, figures, toys for Star Wars than Harry Potter that um, it has to have had more of a cultural impact. But one thing that I think is just amazing about... Uh, Harry Potter and thinking of the first seven books or the seven, yeah, well, those seven books plus the first eight movies is that, so the first book was released June 97 and Deathly Hallows part two was released July 2011. So for 14 full years, nearly, it's almost a decade and a half fans of across every demographic, uh, was just waiting and clamoring for either the next book in the series or the next movie to be released. Right. And that's, just the complete domination of the market for you know kids, young adults, even adults, not to a lesser extent, but to a fairly significant one. Um, that's to me, that's almost as impressive as what Star Wars has accomplished over 40 years now. Um, it probably hasn't, like you said, for all those reasons you just mentioned, it's probably that means Star Wars has had more of a cultural impact, but I still that's that's just nuts that for 14 full years that was dominating the, this genre yeah I, and i mean i think there's there's things that happened during that 14 years that we probably won't see again i mean they mm. had events at bookstores for the oh, releases yeah. of, of yeah. the harry potter books and it it reinvigorated. i mean people's interest in reading i mean there's mm-hmm. quantifiable stats that show that kids reading went significantly up you know mm-hmm. they're want wanting to read when when harry potter came out so yeah that's crazy. I mean, that's a that's a massive cultural impact, and I think also you're looking at something with Star Wars that's that's pushing what forty over forty years mm-hmm. of being mm-hmm. in kind of pop culture, and Harry Potter has only really been around for twenty years. Yep. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know long term which will have a bigger impact, but I think because of of when Star Wars came out and where we were as a society and in films, like they essentially, I mean, they created ILM, which has created every special effect pretty much ever in any movie yeah. because of that. Yeah. Um, my bigger thing is who's a, who, so if you were to take the biggest, the most iconic, the most recognizable character from Star Wars, it's Vader, right? Mm-hmm. If you take the most iconic, recognizable character from Harry Potter, it's gotta be Harry. Right. Um, so who's more recognizable between those two? I would say 
it's tough because I would say there are plenty of people, plenty of people I ask if you've seen Star Wars and they say no. Mm-hmm. It's usually going to be, you know, my wife's friends, um, a lot of times females and, and mm-hmm. you know, in that kind of 25 to 35 year old range. I don't yeah. know anybody that I've ever asked if they haven't seen Star Wars and, or hasn't seen Harry Potter and they answer, no, I haven't seen it. See, and that's what makes this a, a legitimate question because you would think, yeah, 40 years and just uh, everything, you know, like we just, like you just said, and I'm kind of repeating myself, but you would think absolutely Star Wars has had more of a culture impact, but things like that, crossing all, every gender uh, identification and every age, Harry Potter by far, you would think, resonates um, and had, people had seen it more, so... That's what, to me, makes this a valid question. Um, It it is a valid question, but again, I think you... So in our age group, our demographic, and like Emily's demographic, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be Harry Potter. It's got to be. But if you go above our demographic, if you go to, you know, your dad's age, Hmm. it's got to be Star Wars. It's got to be. Because their their Harry Potter was Star Wars to them. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, and Star Wars changed movies, obviously, um, in every way. But... um, but I mean, you, you talked about kids in these book events where, where the kids were lined up, middle of the night, midnight midnight releases for a book. Yeah. To get a book. Kids don't stand in line for anything unless it's like free ice cream or Splash Mountain. So <laughs> that's just insane that this series, <laughs> this franchise, did that to people. Um, so it, it's it's a question I can't really fully answer, even though it seems like the obvious answer should be star wars because like you said it's had more impact than basically anything in the history of pop culture is worldwide is um are they mutually exclusive um star war or uh uh, ice cream and splash mountain churro splash mountain man come on all right you (laughs) i mean duh duh yeah all right i don't know if i don't know have we have we been able to to pick which one's better star wars or harry potter i don't think we have man I, I mean, again, I would say Harry Potter for me. So the, a few years ago, I, I came up with my own little scoring system for for rating movies. And, it, and there were six categories. And then there's one was your story, two acting, three durability that it stands up over time, four watchability, something you'd watch over and over again, five, the cinematography or just the artistic elements of it, and then just an X factor. So th- some, whatever it is. If it's nostalgia or controversy, it's quotability. It's something that just, um, it just does it for you. And so I went category by category. I want to, I want to do the same with you. Between these two franchises, which, which one tells a better story, makes you forget you're watching a movie, because it's just so engrossing. Uh, for me, Harry Potter is a more well thought out. Uh, top to bottom, no holes in the script, no holes in the story. The world is flushed out. So I, th- I think mm-hmm. it's Harry Potter. I agree. Good. Okay. Uh, acting. Harry Potter. By a mile, right? Yeah. It, the, I mean, you have some of uh, Britain's greatest actors ever. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have Richard Harris, Michael Gambon, Maggie Smith, Alan Rickman, or Gary Oldman. I mean, no, nobody in Star Wars is, they all pale in comparison. It's not even yeah. close. Right. Durability. Which one stands up better over time? factoring in Star Wars has been around 20 years longer, but which one stands up better over time? And see that, that this is the trickier of the, of the questions because are we talking about totality? Are we talking about, if you take them all into yeah. totality, it's Harry Potter. Um, if you're only going to talk about the original trilogy, then it's, then it's Star Wars, but I would say Harry Potter. 
Yeah, so to the whole series, to all 10 movies for each. So you'd say Harry Potter? Correct. Okay. Which watchability? Which one would you want to watch time and time again? Harry Potter. Okay. How about cinematography? Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you have some of the opening scenes in... in. I mean, they have the most iconic opening scenes in in Star Wars. I mean, Luke's yeah. looking at the double suns in Tatooine. You have the, 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 the crawling, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. the ship at the beginning. I mean, it's... Yeah. Yeah, I scored that one kind of a push. They're both great, I think. For sure, for sure. But I think I I would say Star Wars is my knee-jerk reaction. Okay. And then X-Factor, which just, whether it's, like I said, nostalgia, quotability, which one, I think think you're leaning Harry Potter here. I I am because, and I'll I'll just say this. So Harry Potter came out when when you and I were 16 or 17 years old, right? The book. I didn't read the first book till 99 after it had been out and everybody was like, you got to read this. And I was like, it's a fucking kid's book, but I'll try it. Uh So I would say that the fact that it was able to capture me at 19 speaks volumes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you scored four of them maybe even five yeah. for harry potter so to me that answers that question for you which one do you like better well and you know what and and i want to i'm very interested i like your your scoring system there I'm, I'm interested to see what you will say but one of the things and i don't i don't know how i didn't write it down how i don't have it as a question the only thing that's apples for apples is john williams did the score for mm. pretty much all the star wars movies and he did the score for the first three harry potter movies which then obviously you use the same music quite a bit like his theme harry potter's theme everything is yeah. is throughout them which one has the better score oh man because you have See, the iconic star there's so many pieces oh, of music that's iconic in star wars Mm-hmm. But there are so many pieces of music to me that are iconic in Harry Potter, especially Hedwig's theme, which is the theme, the overall, you know, theme for, for Harry Potter. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, it's got to be Star Wars, though, right? Yeah, it does. I mean, just, uh, I'm forgetting the name of it. In the in the New Hope, what's the name of the song that they, in the metal ceremony? Yeah, yeah, the, I, know, I can't I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I know what you're saying. That, I mean, that one might be better than the score. Um, there's Well, you have, best. yeah, you have Vader's theme. Plus, yeah, yeah, it's, it's. That's easily it. Um, even though I love the score and the theme in uh, Harry Potter. Okay, John Williams is John Williams the most important and best figure in the history of movies. <laughs> uh, he's by far the most influential, and uh, I think he's he's yeah one of the most important figures in all of film. I mean, go look. I looked at it the other day because someone tried to tell me that Howard Shore or Hans Zimmer has had as many Academy Award mm-hmm. nominations and wins as as john williams and neither one of them have as many nominations as he does wins wow i mean john williams is in the 20s i think 25 26 academy award nominations and i think he's won one six or seven that's crazy. yeah there's nobody even close in composer wise i mean there's mm-hmm. composers that i like i really like danny elfman because i think he's so creative not for mm-hmm. every, he's not for everybody right. uh, but no nobody comes close to to john williams the, nice. i mean the dude's name is the Ma- his nickname's the maestro so i mean yeah. come on all right, so before we get into the stuff I've written down, what do you think? So you went through your six qualifiers. Which one do you? Yeah, I think I scored them all the same way. Um, I I think you said it, actually Harry Potter for watchability, one that you watch over and over. For me, that's Star Wars um, historically, and now if I were just if I had a choice to like watch a few of them, I'd probably pick Star Wars. So, um, yeah. I think I think you know story Harry Potter better story better acting by a mile durability um cinematography I said pushing that X Factor actually said Star Wars um just for I think because I've seen them so many more times even though I love I've loved almost all of the Harry Potter movies sure so I'm probably still more on the fence between the two whereas you seem 
to be favoring Harry Potter. Okay. Cool. So I want to. I want to. I. I found something on BuzzFeed, right? So I'm not going to claim that this is original by me, mm-hmm. um, but that has that essentially shows that Harry Potter and Star Wars are the exact same story. <laughs> so I'm going to go over two, right? 16 reasons why. Okay. L- let's read them. If you have anything you want to interject, feel free. But I just want to read mm-hmm. through them. Okay. So number one, important orphan is hidden by a bearded gent, so evil forces won't find him. <laughs> Obi Wan and Dumbledore, right? Yeah. Important orphan grows up not knowing. He's important, but wishing he was. <laughs> okay. Ah, but his adopted parents are total, totally know his secret, the swines. <laughs> okay. Old friends of real parents uh, come to help him find his destiny, acting as a device and non-speaking sidekick. Not bad. Okay. R- R- wait, so it's that's R2 and... So that's, so that's, that's R2 and C-3PO, right? Right, and then I would, um, from from what I can tell, uh, it's supposed to be um, Hagrid, and so this that that was the one that I had the hardest time, yeah, realizing who it was. But I would imagine so they're, they're as what as Hedwig, he- yeah, I don't know. No, but they're saying uh, acting as a device and non-speaking sidekick. So I'm assuming they're referring to the invisibility cloak and the lightsaber, mm. and then I guess I don't know if it's Hagrid and. And I don't, I, I don't, that's the yeah, one anyway. I don't get yeah. as much. Okay. Um, meets female companion on the way who's way more badass than he is. <laughs> <laughs> Bingo. You think she'll hook up with you, but in, instead she's into your sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Orphan meets up with the old bearded gent who becomes his father figure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bearded father. Bearded father figure helps orphan learn ways of ancient magic with big old wands. <laughs> so wands, I mean, I guess you can use the light, the lightsaber as a wand as well. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. This is nuts. Orphan finds his natural gift for important things despite no training. <laughs> it's just a natural man. Right. Uh, but evil forces are searching for him with eyes on the ground. Okay. So that's, mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, orphan, uh, it says larks, larks around having tussles with bad guys' underlings. Yep. This is very British, very British, <laughs> super uh, worded, very Britishly. <laughs> I don't even know how to say that. You don't? Yeah. Bearded father figure faces down a bad guy in battle of red and blue lasers. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, they fight at the end and uh-huh. Dumbledore and Voldemort, both are, yeah, one has red and one has blue. That's true. Father figure is killed, but it's for the greater good. Uh-huh. Orphan feel uh, orphan finds out Batty has a personal connection with him. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> orphan faces big electric firing Batty in hand to hand combat. Yeah, that's a Batty. And then number sixteen, Orphan wins and everybody's happy. It's the that's same. Pretty amazing. Same movies, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. J.K. Rowling's the least uh, original and creative person ever. She ever. Just did a, yeah. Fucking hack. <laughs> that's nuts oh, i didn't man. realize that yeah it's great I'll, I'll send you the link to the actual full article okay. it's fantastic see but i mean i know that um there, I mean, there's a lot of similarities obviously a ton of them but there are a lot of people i don't know if you had the same complaint about force awakens being very much the same as new hope i, I heard that as the big knock um sure on that movie and i get it it was it obviously is but for me that didn't lessen my uh, enjoyment of it. Um, 
and I wasn't aware, obviously, of Harry Potter being similar, having a lot of the same themes and under, undertones uh, as Star Wars. But if you, think of, if you think of it that way, I mean, you got to be okay with it, right? Yeah, I think that the big complaint about Force Awakens is it's, it's a new hope and it's actually some Empire as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But there, it's not so much that it takes, uh, it has the general tone of it. It's shot for shot, some of the same movie. I mean, they they take the exact same shots and just put them in a similar location. Mm. That didn't that doesn't make me dislike Force Awakens. Um, I think Force Awakens is a by all indications is a, is a fine film. I enjoyed it. Mm. I don't think it's fantastic. I think that everybody was so ready for a good Star Wars movie, and we all had to deal with you know the prequels, and then we were mm-hmm. so excited that this movie just didn't suck. Yeah. Again, my thing is because Last Jedi, everything that happens in the Last Jedi, it just makes makes it feel like everything that happened in force awakens doesn't matter anymore because they just threw all threw it all away um but no i think that i think that uh, force awakens is fine but i i do i don't think it's very original true it's not no and i think that i think by all indications or by all accounts like the actors aren't very good some of them are really good like i like oscar isaacs a lot i don't Mm -hmm. think john boyega is very good i think daisy ridley is pretty much pretty one-dimensional doesn't have a whole lot of range i just don't like the decision of who they've cast and kind of where they're going based on how how they are acting and i didn't know really any of them well i didn't know john boyega very much i mean he's in a movie called attack the block which is fantastic if you've never seen it it is a great i have yeah and daisy really I, I really had no idea but and i you know i didn't so i didn't have any preconceived notion of how they were going to be i just don't think so they're sexist. very good <laughs> yeah that's it super sexist yep. Um. <laughs> all right buddy just kidding yeah did you last thing i want to yeah, yeah i wanted to do uh i forgot i had this which series has the best character names which so you series got like luke skywalker yeah which, which franchise has the best? Yeah. luke skywalker darth vader obi-wan kenobi versus like bellatrix lestrange severus snape lord voldemort even things like uh Nymphadora, okay. Sirius Black might be the best. Which one do you interesting, think? Interesting, uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, so you have like Hedwig and, and Chewbacca, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. I think that there may be, there's no cooler name than Bellatrix Lestrange, Lestrange or Lestrange, how, however you want to say right. it. And I would argue uh-huh. that Helena Bottom Carter might be the best actor in, in any of those movies. Um, True. Severus Snape is pretty strong. It's pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker, though, is is pretty pretty amazing i mean but originally his name was going to be luke star killer so is that even cooler oh no <laughs> okay i mean if you had only known it that as his name yeah it's cooler but yeah <clears throat> it, it might be see i want to say harry potter the only reason i don't is because of darth vader but lord voldemort or he who must not be named like they don't even uh, want to call right? him by his name dude right that's so cool it might be harry potter but is there, think, is there anybody cooler in any of the movies than Han Solo? No, not at all. It not even close. can't be, right? I think if you look at the top, like if you were to put the best names from both these franchises at the top, you would pick um, Harry Potter. But in terms of depth, like if you're looking at this as an NBA roster, 1 <laughs> through 15, there's Star Wars just has better ones overall. Like Grand Moff Tarkin, Jabba the Hutt, Chewbacca. Even the, I think the only one I like from the newer movies is Kylo Ren. But um, but you have guys named like Yakface <laughs> yeah, and IG88, like it, where and where Red some Leader. of the, the some of the secondary characters in Harry Potter are like Kingsley Shacklebolt. You know and what I'm Neville saying? Like Longbottom. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, but then but then you also have fucking Dean Thomas. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. But you have like Luna Lovegood. Uh, I don't know, oh, man. Shit, they didn't even have her on the list. I don't know. There's it's tough, right? It's it tough. Is. Pa- you have Pansy Parkinson. You're like, eh, eh. eh. <laughs> um, but you have like Crab and Goyle. Yeah, right. You have a dude named Blaze. Yeah. Blaze Zabini, I think his name is. What are Ron's brothers' names? Uh, Fred, George, Bill, and Fred. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, I come on. The Weasleys tank it for Harry what Potter. What is it? It's Fred, own. George, Bill. Bill and Ted. It's definitely not Bill and Ted. What the fuck? But yeah, you know what I'm saying. Now the the Weasleys fuck it up for everybody. Speaking of Weasleys, whoa! Something I learned in this is that Domino Gleason is Brendan Gleason's son. Yeah, Mad Eye Moody's son. I had no son. idea. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's insane. Welcome to 2019. <laughs> so what a time to be alive yeah what a time to be alive yeah yeah for sure uh, and i think also I think that also a much bigger part in the movie in the books and they don't you're supposed to have some connection when he's like oh i got these scars because some some werewolf named fenier cut me up mm-hmm. well that's not i mean that that is such a bigger part of the of the uh books of the books that that whole battle of hogwarts at the end of number six, when they sneak in, when when uh, Malfoy sneaks them in, is like a crazy, crazy cool scene, and bums me out that they didn't really show that in the movies. Yeah, I think he might also be the only one in both franchises, Dom Gleeson. I would have to I'm look. Prob- he might probably wrong. He There's might be. He might be more minor character. He might be again because of the the difference in years, though. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Yeah. I don't know, man. So, so you got what do you got? Star Wars or Harry Potter? Harry Potter? I still don't have an answer to this question. Because <laughs> so much of my life was Star Wars. I mean, uh, it's un- and I didn't even I didn't even really get into Harry Potter until like the, well, Prisoner of Azkaban. What was that, 03, 04? Yeah. Um, so that's just like 15 years really, whereas I've had, four, well, not 40, but damn near my entire life was Star Wars. So I can't, I'm having a hard time separating what I've loved for my entire life basically versus um, something that's newer. I think quality top to bottom, it's Harry Potter. It's It is Harry Potter. Well, obviously I think we talked about that. There's five movies in that Star Wars series that are average at best. So um, it's Harry Potter is a better franchise, but the, which one I like more, it's more of an even split. All right. Well, you can thank me for taking you to see Harry Potter for the first time. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, it's yeah, it's Harry Potter for me, but but only only by a little bit. I have both both franchises are tattooed on my body, so I don't know if that makes. Are any, they really? Yeah, I don't know if that makes a difference or not. And Let's, and my dog is named Harry Potter. Uh huh. <laughs> that yeah, shit. That should have been the, <laughs> your only comment in this entire podcast was my name my dog after one of these series. Yeah, and you know if well, if we were going to be getting another dog, obviously not now because my wife is pregnant. But if we were going to get another dog, it was going to be named Ron Wolfsley or Albus Dumbledog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's got to be Harry Potter well, though. Yeah, which one does Nicolette like more? Harry Potter. Yeah, it's it's not even close. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, did she see Star Wars as a younger person? No, she didn't see Star Wars till we started dating, the original. Um, she's seen all of them since with me in the theater, but she, she, yeah, she didn't. She had a, I don't know, she had a weird childhood. I think with movies where she just didn't see a lot of stuff. I think her mom's not really into movies, so they didn't do movies quite a bit. I don't know why. She's a weirdo. Maybe, maybe she was locked in a staircase and didn't get to see the movies that everyone else our age saw. Fucking Dursleys, man. <laughs> Fucking Dursleys. <laughs> 
All right, buddy. Well, uh, this was a lot of fun. I enjoyed doing this. You're really the only person I can talk to both about. Uh, really? Uh, yeah, out of my friends. Uh, Rob is obviously hardcore Star Wars. Yeah. Damien um, has seen Star Wars. He hadn't seen Harry Potter till like two years ago, and he and I was like, what the fuck? So he and I watched all of them within like oh, two weeks. He enjoyed them, but he's like, I've only seen them once. They kind of all blend together now with me. <laughs> um, so I would just say by default, you have the best taste out of all my friends. God damn, I love hearing that. Although I know it's not true. <laughs> Might That's be, man. Might biggest be. life. No, because one of my favorite movies is like Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Dude, Happy Gilmore is fantastic. Goddamn elegant. It is. my but... hand off. <laughs> but he, I took his eye, though. <laughs> there was like a six-month span in my junior year of high school where anytime anybody asked me a yes or no question, that was my answer. Hell no. Damn alligator. <laughs> bit my hand off. And you got to do that with your hand, right? With a thumb sticking out. Like, right. alligator bit yeah. my hand off. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. fucking, fucking uh, Carl Weathers. All right, That's man. This was, a, this was fun. I don't know what we're going to do next. Rumor is... I don't know. I don't even know. Is there a rumor? How have we decided? No, but... Um, Nope. <laughs> There's no rumor and we haven't decided anything. So I was gonna say you're gonna be on the Burbs pod with me, but you're not. That's Damien and Rob. Fuck. Tyler oh, got thanks, guys. Tyler got the shaft. Yeah. <laughs> the guy you just four seconds ago said has the best taste <laughs> got dis wasn't even invited. It's all so all, it's all, right. all lip service, buddy. Have fun have fun with all your friends. <laughs> all right, buddy. We'll do it again, all right? As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. Thanks to Tyler for being on. Love to hear what you guys think. What's the better franchise, Harry Potter or Star Wars? Join the discussion on any of our social media feeds, Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at The Morning Geekdom. Go ahead and leave that five-star review on iTunes. Really need that. Rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend, tell a hundred friends. That would be awesome. Next week's episode is going to be our Oscar prediction episode, so that should be a lot of fun. Shout out to Gary Oldman. Oh, 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 o